Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous podcast. What's going on with you, my guy? Can't call it, man. Another day in the lab. Uh, excited to do this episode. So, sure. uh, yeah, man. So, but I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling all right, man. How about yourself? Man, I'm feeling good, feeling great, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? Went, went to the cigar lounge and, you know what I'm saying, hit a restock. Got to go out and go get me some whiskey today, and I'm going to kick back. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have me a couple cigars and a couple drinks, bro, and I'm going to enjoy this fine, fine afternoon, man. It's 70-something <laughs> degrees out here, bro. Hey, and same here, bro. Hey, listen, I'm so happy. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> I I'm you. so happy, man. So I'm about, to, I'm about to kick back on the patio, man, you know what I'm saying, play some music and enjoy life today, man. I got my kids with me and shit. We ate, we ate some pizza last night. And my uh my son is is in the anime now, so he been teaching me all about the anime that he like. Listen, man, you got to stop spying on me, man. Me and the man, the kids had pizza last night too, but like, like, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what's up, though, man. Yeah, that's I got I got mine this weekend, and we just uh we just chilling, man. You know, they mm-hmm. in there on on that Oculus. Oh um, man, whole, and, man, I gotta get this. Listen, but I mean, I ain't got no funny videos, but you know what I'm saying? But I haven't even really put it on, man. Like, hey, it's addictive. Hey, I, I, I heard it was. I heard it yeah, was. My so, brother got one, and it's it's addictive, man. And listen, man, the videos. Look, that is the funniest thing ever, man. Like, just watching those videos. Because, like, man, theater of the mind. It's like what your, mm-hmm. what your mind see, what your mind is think is happening. Mm-hmm. They're just like... uh I remember watching one early, early, um, uh, early video of it, and like what it was that was showing us what we were seeing, and what they and like in them, mm-hmm. and like somebody like fell off a cliff, <laughs> and them reacting to it. Oh, it's man. just like yo, like that shit was hilarious, man. Because it's yeah, like man. you tell, like you know that you're not there, but like right. your mind is in your eyes. It's like. Yeah, cause cause you seeing it, you know what I'm saying? Like you 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 can, it's like it's everywhere, and it's the perception of it. The, my yeah. fun, the, uh, my favorite ones is when they do the one where the dude is on the on the wire, and he walking across the wire, but they be walking across the little like two by four or whatever while they doing it. Uh-huh. That shit is hilarious, bro. Yo, it's crazy, man. But that whole world though is getting wild, man. Like I I heard uh. Oh, I forget what I was listening to. Oh, I was listening to Rory and Maul. Mm-hmm. And they was talking about this case of this woman that said she got sexually oh, yeah, assaulted. She got, yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't bring that up. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. But I, seen, like... I seen the actual footage when she was on the news show. I'm like, yeah. bro, if this if this is making the news, y'all don't have nothing to talk about. They ain't got nothing to talk about, man. She said they they kept attacking me and um they kept talking to me and every time I left they followed me around like get the hell out <laughs> of the room exit it's an X button or just take the headset off what are you talking about yeah. uh, listen just, man people weird man people just just weird bro crazy yeah man so um man we got to get into this what we watching man I um I I think I'm about to I think I'm about to make you happy today bro. Uh-oh. All right, let's do yeah, this then. Let's get into it, bro. <laughs> All right, so for my what we watching, man, I only got one this week. Um, I took your advice, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I sat down, you know, took some time out, and I watched Reacher. Oh, Reacher? Oh, okay, okay. Let me tell you something, man. Fuck with it. Great show, bro. <laughs> Great show, bro. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Okay, I, I hope they hurry up and, and put out a season two, bro. That was a that's a an amazing show. Like from top to bottom, man. Um Finley, that's my favorite, that's my favorite character in the show. Finley, which, my, which one was that? 
I don't know uh, the chief detective, the black dude. That's my favorite. Oh yeah, character. yeah, yeah. I, I love him, bro. He he is so like he is so complex, but so simple at the same time. But he like he he does it all. He got the seriousness. He got a little comedy to him. He got a little action to him. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I like that character, man. Who uh, I forgot what the actor's name is, but he he does a great job in that role. Man, too bad he let Frank Lucas slam that uh yeah the, uh <laughs> piano on his head. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> he he redeemed himself as Finley though, bro. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Because old dude was about to sneak up on him, and he put the move on him after his dad died. He put the move on him in, in the police station, man, and you know what I'm saying he got busy on him. That's what's up, man. I told I told you Reacher was good, yeah, man. I told, I told you, you like, sure. yes, please don't watch Jack Reacher, but watch no, Reacher yeah. on. Uh, and like I said, that body type makes sense. Yeah. How in the hell is Tom Cruise out here doing all this bullshit when he ain't even, you know? But yeah. but the one thing about the show, they just kept talking about how big he was. Yeah, <laughs> they, for sure. It was like every episode, they were just like, yo, like the, and then, but the, the crazy thing is, he got bigger. Oh, from that other show that you saw him in? From DC? Like, he wasn't yeah. that big on DC Titans joint, bro, but he got bigger. And then, like, he used to be on, I think he was on, like, Blue Mountain State or something like that back in the day. I remember that. I yeah. wasn't really into it, but I remember it was like the uh, it was like the parody of uh, Varsity Blues, but like the college version though. Yeah, but it, but he was on that. I remember him being on that. But yeah, he uh, dude got he got bigger, bro. That's what's up. You finished it. You finished the first season. Yep. That's what's up, man. Yeah, trying to tell you, man. I, I be seeing some stuff sometimes. Yeah, you be you be having the ones, man. So uh, for me, man, I got two. I got two this week. Uh, I just started a new one, but I saved it for next week. But the first one is a movie, uh, a movie franchise that we've been knowing about for a long time, since 1996, if I'm not mistaken, uh, back when they said that my man has lost it. Um, I watched that last one, Stole Me the Screen, man. Um, mm, okay. I wanted, I wanted, like, you know, I've been invested since 96, so it's like I got to see how they end this shit. Yeah. Um, I think I felt they did a really good job, you know, at the end, you know, they did the special thanks to uh, Wes Craven uh, for being the creator of uh, Scream. And I know yeah. like <clears throat> once a, a series gets to like five, like, unfortunately, you, you're going to miss like if you're going for that many movies, like you're going to mm-hmm. miss a few. Um, But I think they did a really good job. I like how they tied Billy Loomis back into it. So that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Um, Billy was out there uh, out here cheating on Sydney. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, because <laughs> remember she wouldn't let him smash. Mm-hmm. Remember she like he uh, he couldn't get there until like till they was at a uh, uh, old dude house yep. at the, uh, at the end. So he was like, "Yo, you ain't gonna give me none. I get some somewhere else." Because apparently he got a daughter from somebody else, mm-hmm. and uh, so she's in the new scream. So uh, okay. so I like how they did that. Um, the other one is, and I usually don't do this. I don't really watch a lot of like network like regular TV network shows, mm-hmm. but um. That was promoting this like crazy. And I just said, man, you know what? Like I told you, I finished a lot of shows. I was like, man, let me see what this show is uh, talking about. There's an NBC show called The Endgame. Mm, I see and, yeah, man. Uh, I watched the first two episodes. Those are only two out right now. Um, pretty good start, man. Yeah. I, li- I like what I see. Uh, really, the only thing I really even be watching on NBC, like Law & Order and Law & Order SBU. I don't really watch mm-hmm. all that other shit. But uh, this show, all right though, it's all right. So I'm I'm gonna keep up with it. Uh, it's called the End Game, and uh, some regular network TV. But you know, regular network TV, man, like you know, they starting to cuss and shit. So oh no, they got they got one I want to watch called the the cleaning woman or the the clean the cleaning lady cleaning lady with yeah. Elodie Young. Oh my goodness, bro! Let me tell you something. When I the first time I ever seen her, she was in um. The lecture series on uh, Netflix. Oh, okay. And um, and she had um, did a great job on that playing the lecture. But she she's the one that plays the cleaning lady. And I can't wait to see that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been seeing they've been promoting that like crazy too. So that's something that's something else I could uh add to my list as well. Yeah, I want to check that out for real. So um. Speaking of TV shows, man, you know what I'm saying? This is this is our uh I guess you could say annual um snowfall recap. 
You know what I'm saying? This is we did it last year. We started it last year. And uh that was actually, you know what I'm saying, pretty fun, fun enough to do it again. So this week, man, season uh season five, episode three. Um, a lot of a lot of new details, you know what I'm saying? Some things is coming out. We find out that, you know what I'm saying, Scully is still alive. We find out that, you know what I'm saying, Jerome and, and um Damn, what's her name? Louis. Um, yeah, Jerome and Louie are doing business with Scully. Um, we also still find, I mean, we also still don't know what happened to Alton, but we do know that everybody knows that something happened to Alton. So we know that Alton is dead. So, or we're assuming Alton is dead, but we just don't know what happened and who did it yet. We're assuming yeah. that, you know what I'm saying, Teddy, or some people may know him as Reed. Um, we're assuming that he did it. And then, um, man, I'm trying to think what else happened in this episode. Um, Louis and Franklin get into it. Great scene. That was the that was one of the best scenes. Well, that that was I would say that's the second best scene of the show. Okay. Because the first okay. one was the first one was when when uh, Franklin and Leon was in the car after leaving Man Boy. And he mm-hmm. told Leon to pull over. And he was like, I built this shit from ground up brick by brick. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and I'll be damned if I let you take it down. Yeah. And he was like, hey, because you don't like the way another motherfucker talk. <laughs> like, that's my shit, man. I like, that's my shit right there, boy. He was like, try out, motherfucker. That's the thing, <laughs> but that is the scene. This is the second one. This is the second one. I don't I, know, I man, because I, I also like the scene where uh, I think it was last season where it was in the... Um, when they was in the uh at the, in the club, and you know what I'm saying everybody was talking about breaking away, and you know what I'm saying he had that little he had his little speech moment where he was telling them like you know what I'm saying he doing everything you know I'm doing everything I can to keep this motherfucker afloat, and it just seemed like everybody else is you know what I'm saying just breaking away. I thought that was one of the uh, good scenes too. Um, so starting off, man, how did you feel about this episode? What did you think? <clears throat> I feel I feel better. I even though I liked the first two episodes, like the only the only negative was the fact that the the time that went by mm-hmm. and there's so many now they're starting to reach back and yeah. feel some of that time. So I think the more it goes on, the more time they're gonna fill in from time that was missing. I'm still upset about the fact of how intricate and how much information V knows. Like he tells her everything. It's like, yo, you just met her a year and a half ago. Like, I don't like that still bothers me, I guess, because I've seen so many because, you know, I'm into this shit, like watching shit about American mm-hmm. gangsters and, and drug dealers and shit like that. Like, I'm not saying all the time, but a lot of the times it'd be a, a woman that kind of, yeah, it caused a downfall. And, it, and I, I just don't understand why he is so invested in his V girl so early. So that's my yeah. only other thing. But I love the fact that they brought Scully back. The fact that, um, you know, the new characters who who got a little shine in this show, um, a one man who wanted to take the um take the crown, um, and man, you talk about the setup of a century, bro. Yeah, that was that was that was a good setup. And how do you feel about the loyalty that that V not V but that that Louis has for Scully? Now she mentioned that yo, we had a moment in that hospital. Yeah, now, I get that. But my question to you is that, but also Scully can seem like a like a loose cannon. It's like very calculated we, dude. It's like so 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 how do you feel about that whole that whole thing mm-hmm. there? Them continue to do business with Scully and all of that. I think it's genius. Um I think that's probably one of the best moves I've I've seen Louie made. Um I'm sorry, that's one of the best moves I've seen Louie make through this whole show. Um, I think that she, you know what I'm saying, she mm-hmm. is very, of course, well, we know she's very instrumental in this whole operation of Rip. Um, when Franklin was down and out, she pretty much took the torch and, and made it do what it do. But I think that that's a very smart move because you know that when you have a quote-unquote loose cannon, like you said, with Scully, there's no telling what he's able to do. There's no telling what he's capable of doing. So 
the best thing to do is, you know what I'm saying, to keep money flowing through him. That way you can at least, you know what I'm saying, get a heads up on if something was to happen. Um, as far as Scully, you know, it's so like just as far as Scully, him being a loose cannon, I don't think he's necessarily a loose cannon. I think he's a genius. Um, and And though they may not portray him to be that way, um, I think that everything that he's went through, losing his daughter, losing his girl, you know what I'm saying? And then also losing his, his girl's brother. It's just like right now he's, he's going through something, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And him having to deal with that on top of him being in the game that he's in, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's a very interesting dynamic to see how he's kind of navigating through all of this. Because I thought it was a very interesting thing that um, when they had uh, set old boy up and Scully came out, you know what I'm saying, they, and he did everything he did, and him and Jerome, you know what I'm saying, had pieced it up, and he gave Jerome that necklace, and he was like, yo, you know what I'm saying, let this just basically be, you know what I'm saying, our moment to, you know what I'm saying, you, you know what I'm saying, make sure you stay loyal and you stay faithful. And I thought it was an act of good faith that they even did that with him, because they could have took him out. Mm-hmm. They could have definitely took him out. But I think that uh I think that Louie and Franklin are playing chess and everybody else is playing checkers. Yeah, but I think that we we could get into it a little later, but I, I felt that he he uh he got the king on her though, um in that conversation oh, yeah, sure. that they had at, at the gas station. But for sure. Yeah, I yeah, because the thing is if if this dude is working for Scully and he go he just come off the realm like yo like he plans on killing you after the drop like with him with him saying that Scully probably had no intentions of even doing that shit like he no, probably Scully, just Scully definitely probably had it. He, pro- he, he, he probably was. But the thing <laughs> yeah. is, if, if you if you're willing to to set the man up that you're working for just mm-hmm. so you can have the throne, what are mm-hmm. you gonna do to me in six months? But that's the game, man. I mean, you know it, what I'm saying? Like that's the, the that's the harshness of it all. Like, you know, the to everybody wants to, you know what I'm saying? Everybody wanna be the uh, Jay Z said it. Everybody want to be the king to shots ring and you lay it on the balcony with holes in your dreams or you Malcolm X'd out and get distracted by the screams. Like, you know what I'm saying? People don't realize, you know what I'm saying, that the the king, it seems like a glamorous role until you, you know what I'm saying, are actually in it and you got people trying to assassinate you, take you out, you know what I'm saying? You got people going behind your back making deals and all kind of things. And I, I think we're seeing that with Franklin. You know, him having the and it's not necessarily that per se, but it's just like the stuff that he has to deal with. You know what I'm saying? You gotta kill one of your best friends and rob. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because he could be a liability. And his friend ended up being a liability. You know what I'm saying? And the people that he's had to take out, the people that he's had to kill, the people he he's had to deal with and do business with, knowing that, you know, it could be you know what I'm saying? It could go good or it could go totally bad. Um, you know what I'm saying? Losing his dad, his mom living in a whole different country, like all kind of different stuff that he's had to go through and that he's still going through. But you know what I'm saying? Like to to put that aspect of it there. And then, you know what I'm saying? You got Scully who you can see he went kind of went through some things too. You know what I'm saying? Losing family members and, and kind of really take it, losing control of um for a minute, losing control of his camp. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and slowly gaining it back, you know what I mean? Almost losing his life, you know what I'm saying, in the hospital. So it's a it's a dangerous, dangerous game. And that's just one of those things that you just gotta accept when you in that. It's just that at any point in time, anybody could flip on you, or it could it could all be over. You know what I'm saying? In, in the next second, it just it's just a dangerous game to play. Well, <clears throat> we definitely we definitely seen that, man. Uh, and then, like you seen friendships that didn't even really want to be friends because he didn't really want to fuck with man boy. Really. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? But he was like, yo, that's your brother. So I'm going to have to deal with him. 
So uh, yeah, the game, the game is it's a real fucked up game that they're in. But we all we all know this. So I just thought that doing that and having that and having that moment with Scully, I thought that that was very important because the whole thing even started because excuse me, the, the whole price drop. Right, them mm-hmm. wanting, you know, a different price, which uh it was Grady, right? Grady agreed to it. Yeah. But I think the reason he agreed to it was because, like I said, he was he was really losing control. Like he wasn't he was becoming <laughs> he was he was becoming Jay Reed out here, man. Like he, he wasn't hey, listen. Grady he was, was in too deep. Boy, Grady was messing everything up, wasn't he? I mean he Grady. wasn't really like messing it up, messing up, but like as far as like the business aspect go, bro, like dude was really thinking like he was a kingpin. Yeah, and he was sloppy. You remember when yeah. when, uh, when I was about to call him Reed? Uh, when Teddy walked in to the office, it's mm-hmm. just coke sitting there, yeah. money just sitting. There. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, nothing was also, organized. Also, I don't know if anybody else peeped this, but it was a bottle of Crown Royal Apple sitting on the table too. I seen yeah, that. that shit didn't come out till like. Two years Last, ago. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. When I seen it, I was like, man, I ain't had no damn Crown Royal Apple in the 80s. But yeah, that was, <laughs> that was funny, though. That was funny as hell. But yeah, man, like uh, Grady was, I think he was more so just a product of the time. You know what I'm saying? He had an opportunity to do something that a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, like would never be able to do. And, you know what I'm saying, he took advantage, skimming money off the top, you know what I'm saying, not just selling the drugs, but doing them. Like, he he basically did everything wrong <laughs> in that operation. <laughs> Whatever you ain't supposed to do, he was doing it. That's and, what he was doing. Yeah, and that's where it ended up leading you, man. You know what I'm saying? My nigga spike your, your, your joint with antifreeze and you out. Oh, uh, man. Got him out of here, man. Yeah. And then um to stay on Louis and uh Jerome, you know, seeing them meeting up with uh black uh black diamond in Dallas, yeah, at the school in front of the school. I mean, at least Louis passed them out, you know what I'm saying? Little little uh little blow pops or whatever, whatnot. Yeah. But I don't what I don't understand is why not just walk the kids in first and then go over there and have the conversation. Uh, see, that was but, a, that was a smart, that was a very smart move on behalf of Louis and Jerome because they knew that if they caught them there, they're gonna be vulnerable. You ain't got to worry about trying to hash out no beef. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to worry about them pulling no pistols on you, no nothing. So, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I think that was like, – and, and that's why I'm saying when I say that, you know what I'm saying, like Louis and Franklin are playing chess. Like she's a very intelligent person. So for her to be able to do the things that she's doing, like I wouldn't be surprised that – and this is a hot take. I wouldn't be surprised that at the end of – um this season if her and franklin don't end up on the same page they're gonna start beefing which you're talking about franklin and louis yeah and i don't don't think it's gonna be like nothing major but i think that it's gonna be some tension it's gonna be a lot of tension i think there's already tension um and i think like major tension though i feel you i feel you would get to it but like I thought that, like you said, that was a good move to catch him at the school. Um, Jerome is still not over. I think another smart thing about Louie is how she buried the hatchet of them shooting her. Yeah. Because it seemed like Jerome is more upset because she was like, who more matter? Like, who should be more mad me or you? And like, because mm-hmm. Jerome is still upset because he's like, Jerome knows that they are loyal to the highest bidder. Of course. Like, they, they, they want the money. And they're like, you know, as long as as long as we get paid, but they also still working the strippers as well because they're like, we don't know how how long this drug money is gonna last. And those girls, mm-hmm. those two girls are some hustlers, yo. Yeah. Because most people would be like, well, Franklin's paying me this, I'm good. They're like, nah, we don't know how long this cash flow is gonna come, mm-hmm. so we're gonna still work at the strip club as well. So that whole move of having them go to set up old dude to get information out of him, uh, the dude that wanted to take Scully out, well, wanted Louie and and, uh, and Jerome to take uh, to take uh, Scully out. I thought I thought that was a good move. I just and I think also it was a good move for them to bring the kids over there, even though I don't think that they would have started that type of drama in front of a school. 
Right. But, but just in case, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think that that was a, a great move, man, because, like, you know, when, when this kid's involved, regardless of the situation, you know what I'm saying, some people don't have them, but a lot of people got morals. A lot of people got, you know what I'm saying, codes that they live by. And that's one of them things that you don't do. Like, you don't you don't play that around no kids. So I think that was a smart move. Um, how do you feel about this detective dude, man? We ain't really seen too much of him, but I, I don't like him. I, I don't like him either. I don't like he's, he's, a, he's another Irene to me. He's 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 very sloppy. He's mm-hmm. power hungry. He's obviously unstable because he's on them drugs. Coming in there with a fucking pie. I don't know what the fuck was on that damn stick. It like, don't even. It don't even that, matter. The fact that you're like, in there mixing it like you're still cooking it though. Yeah, with no skillet or nothing. Yeah. Like, like, what are you like, doing? Get out my office. How how did you get in here? First off, sir, what do you yes. what are you doing? Yes, I, I'm. I'm with you. I do not like this officer, dude. Um, and then he's playing a very dangerous game. Yeah, he already know Jerome don't like him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Jerome's always short with him, and Jerome's starting to seem like, you know, when <laughs> and then you gonna feel me on this one. You know when when somebody that you really don't fuck with like that, they be like, uh, you be like, what's up, man? Man, I'm trying to be like you. Yeah. Don't that sound like hater shit? Yeah, it ain't no, hate, but but it ain't the it ain't the hater thing. Though. It's just yeah. that I'm I'm trying to be cordial with you because my girl here, but you know if she ain't mess with you, I'd have been stumped you inside out. Hey, but Jerome been doing that, man. Look, he did he mm-hmm. did it to he did it to Scully, dude. Mm-hmm. When he and then he told the cop, dude, like, yo, it's your world. Mm-hmm. And it just like it just sound like like some little hater shit coming out of Jerome, man. I ain't gonna but lie Jerome, to you, man. I think I think Jerome on up. I think he's I think he is truly sick of this, dude. Like I, we gonna we gonna get to that. We gonna <laughs> get to that you. because I because I'm telling you, like there was <laughs> there was a lot. There's a lot to talk about, man. In that in that scene at the gas station, but yeah, I'm with you, man. I don't like the cop. I don't yeah. like him. like something something funny about him. I understand how he wants to move up in the ranks, but he also got to understand like Louie and them, they're not rats. Yeah. So she's trying to be calculated on who she rats out because mm-hmm. she know it has to be somebody that could get him a promotion, but she also don't want to hurt her pockets at the same time. So exactly. it's kind of hard for her to make that decision, but mm-hmm. it's just like, yo, don't be just popping up in my office Cooking some shit with no skillet, like you know what I'm saying. I, I don't give a damn about your dad, yo. Like, yeah, I don't care. Your dad used to play for the Giants, yo. Like, I don't care. Like, why are you in my office? Like, this mm-hmm. is my office. Don't come in here again. So, I think because he's a cop, he overstepped his boundaries, and also right. we we could kind of tell he has a, a crush on Louis as well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, yeah, I think dude, they kind of like, got some history too. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I think I think Louis smashed that back in the day. Probably. Well, he used to smash that back in the day. Probably. Yeah. I think there's, there's there's definitely something there. Yeah. She's come a long way. She's come a very long way. Yeah, man. She um, used to um, sleep with old girl to, to, to come up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm early, early on when she was cheating on Jerome. When Jerome was out here being the best man he could be. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Slanging weed. You out here sleep, you know what I'm saying? Laid up with this woman. I ain't forgot about that, Louis. Yeah, I don't think no. Well, I think a lot of people have actually. Um, they they forget that you know what I'm saying she was on the she was on the fence uh, in life, but um, okay, so um, we covered Jerome and uh, Louis. We covered you know what I'm saying the cop Franklin man. How you how do you think that you know what I'm saying he's taking this um he's taking this resurgence of Teddy. Well, I think you have to start off with the very first scene of episode three when when he was having a conversation of telling them that Teddy's back. Mm-hmm. And and he was like, yo, I don't really know what happened to Grady. And like, he's not answering my pages, not a type of shit like that. And I thought, even though he didn't say much, he didn't really have another scene in the whole episode. But Leon was like, Yo, he saw he said he saw how you and Grady was, you know what I'm saying, Burton Ernie out here. Like mm-hmm. you know, and, and I thought that was very important because 
him and Teddy's relationship ain't like that. Right. And so I think that's how Grady kind of went off the deep end of doing shit that he don't supposed to be doing working for the FBI mm -hmm. with Franklin. Mm -hmm. So I thought that that, uh, that small scene with Leon was important. But also what was also something that's very important was the whole scene of them sitting down and having a conversation. Him yeah. and Teddy having a conversation about his dad <clears throat> and the prices. And when he brought up those prices, that shit made a lot of sense. And that, but that, uh, but we'll get into that because that's going to lead us into that other conversation. But like, what was also important was him and V having that conversation of yeah. telling him that Teddy's back. She's like, how you feel about it? it was, he was like, well, you know, anything. I, anytime I'm in the bond, anything I need, he always helped me out. She was like, that ain't what I asked. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm asking you how you feel. And yeah. He was like, I don't know yet. I thought that was very important, man, because Franklin don't really talk about his emotions a lot. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. And for her to get that deep. Now, granted, I don't think she's dirty or anything. Like, that's not my I do. concern with her. I, I mean, I, I don't think so. I think I just I just feel that it's just too early. I just feel it's too early. I, I, it's still hard for me to read her, but to ask that question I thought was very important, but who knows, man? Man, listen, I think at the, at the, another hot take, I think at the end of all this, V is going to uh, turn her back on Franklin. I think I think it's gonna be a miscarriage, and then I think that because of that miscarriage, she's going to uh, she's gonna be a huge problem for Franklin. If, don't if forget, you, she is a lawyer. If you take that route, if 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 we're taking that route, I think it'd be more something like. The, the game is going to somehow catch up to her, whether she's she either going to get shot, kidnapped, something. Mm -hmm. Like, if, if you want to take that route for her mm -hmm. to turn her back, I can see her flipping on him if something traumatic happens to her. Yeah. But who knows, man? But no, I mean, that's feel? that's how that's that's really how it all, you know, so like if you really think about it, that's usually how it always happens. Yeah, true. So, so how you feel about not only the conversation. Um, at the cafe, but also him telling also he couldn't make it that night, and then he was spying from a uh, from the third floor of that building. Man, um, I thought that was interesting because it, it seemed like Teddy is in a, is in a different headspace now, um, having did what he you know what I'm saying having did what he did, and then having to leave and be in the jungles and all them different countries um, for that time. I think that he he sees this game from a whole different standpoint now. Mm -hmm. um, I think as the episodes go on, we're going to kind of see where where that is. But for right now, I think that he has definitely lost trust in Franklin. I don't know why. I don't know if, if it's because of the, you know what I'm saying, like everything that had happened and he almost basically blew his cover or whatever, but – I think he's definitely uh he he's definitely not trusting Franklin like he was at first because on those last few episodes that we've seen in like um season four, a lot of times he was treating Franklin like an older brother. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he was distant, but he definitely kept his um he, he definitely kept him in like a, a in a protective state. This seems like totally different. Like he a lot more cold, you know what I'm saying? He a lot more straightforward. He's not really guiding um Franklin. He's more so like commanding them and ordering them. So I, I mean, I don't know, man. I think it's a it's a, a a I think this makes for an interesting dynamic between those two. Um only because you know what I'm saying, Teddy knows that Franklin is a lot smarter than you know what I'm saying. An average drug dealer that you would have to deal with. So I think that with Franklin being so calculated and then Teddy being the same way, I think that's going to make for an interesting um, 
know what I'm saying? Like an interesting heads up. How are you feeling about it? <clears throat> I, I don't know if it's necessarily lost trust. I, I do I do believe that all that stuff did affect him. Yeah. Um, when that war was going on, when he was out of the country, I do believe that affected him. But I think that it's more of not doing what you were supposed to do with Alton. I think that's one thing. And then also he knowing that him and Grady had the relationship that they had going on. I think that this was just more of a let me see what his headspace is when I'm not around. Like, let mm-hmm. me see what he says to Oso. And I think that you could tell when he kind of leaned back in the chair that he realized that Franklin knew that he was watching and he kind of like, damn, I'm not going to get what I, you know, what yeah. I came here for. Or, or at least I'm not going to get the true feelings out of Franklin. Like right. he was starting to get them because he was like, you know, it's just weird for Grady to just pick up and just leave when we had business. All right. And then I think he realized, damn, he realized I'm up here and I'm listening. So I think that he's more stern on the on the business because of what Alton did to him the first mm-hmm. time around. So and then he also know that his house isn't in order because right. with the whole thing of selling Louis and Jerome those drugs on the side and they're losing money and also remember he know that they're losing money mm-hmm. but he won't but Franklin won't tell them that right. they're losing money so I think he's trying to get the to get the inside scoop from from afar because he know Franklin's not going up and tell him yeah you know what I'm saying yeah so like yeah operation is going down 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 yeah, and then also the drugs are starting to get more out of control. More people are getting drugs. It's not just the CIA. Yeah, that's now, it's, it in. now it's everybody. Yeah, so Franklin has to be on top of his game because everybody else is starting to catch up and see the CIA is not getting funded for the war. Like So mm-hmm. now they're just people out here free market just selling drugs and they're just getting all this profit. But mm-hmm. Franklin's money is, is helping the CIA with the with the war and everything, so everybody else is not getting that money. So, I think that Reed or Teddy, whatever Teddy, know that like we have to run a tight ship here. Yep. And that whole little thing that you got with Jerome and Louis, we all need to get your house in order. And we need to have all this thing under one uh, one organization. Now, interesting thing is is Jerome and Louis. You know what I'm saying? Was meeting up with Avi. Now that Reed is, I mean, Reed, Teddy, whatever. Now he's back. I wonder what that dynamic is going to be like, too. Because that's, you know what I'm saying? They was working together before Teddy got back. So I'm interested to see how that ended up playing out in this season if they, you know what I'm saying, bring Avi back. Um, so the time we we both been waiting for, man, um, unless I'm missing something else in the show, the big scene they at the gas station. You know what I'm saying? They get to talking. And basically, uh, my man Franklin is 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 sick of it. You know what I'm saying? He he kind of, and now this is this is interesting too, because I'm gonna say this after uh I'm gonna I'm gonna say it after, but um he basically him and Louie have a conversation, they basically get into it, and uh that's where the episode ends. But the interesting thing is this. If you ever really notice, right, Franklin's demeanor towards Louis, Jerome, um, Leon, anybody else that works for him, it, it's always similar to the way Teddy, Teddy's um, relationship is towards him. Have you ever noticed that? Uh, I, I guess. See where that where you coming from? Not it's not exactly like, but it's like in in his own weird way. Franklin is like treating them the exact same way Teddy treats him. It's like he gets. It's like when Teddy gets stern with him, he gets stern with his crew. Yeah, or like if Teddy, you know, what I'm saying joking around him, next thing you know, like they all in a joking mood. Yeah, it was just something I had kind of picked up on. It kind of, it didn't necessarily throw me off, but I thought that was, you know, what I'm saying like kind of interesting because I was like, with this with this particular scene, um, and they was going back and forth and they was talking about everything, and he just like he kind of spazzed like, "Yo, I'm sick and tired of you asking about 
you know what I'm saying, need cutting the prices. I done told you, you know what I'm saying, it can't happen. And then, you know, you think this is just all about you, 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 you. But basically he was just trying to say, yo, without me, y'all wouldn't be doing nothing. So it was I I just think that was interesting. Yeah, that whole that whole scene was interesting, man. Like, you know, even 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 when he pulled up and then he got out the car, like his whole demeanor was even different because she was already in that mode of like, like I told you I wanted to sit down yeah. with Reed or well, Teddy, and he was like, nah. And she was right. like, I don't see why I can't meet with him. And he was like, you know, because he meet with me, but also Teddy has already told him, I'm only dealing with you. Like, I'm yep. only having face-to-face conversation with you because you are the one. And like he told him, where you messed up is it where you messed up at is making yourself the middleman in your own operation. So yep. when she kept bringing up the thing about him, and you also notice how stand backish Jerome was during mm-hmm. that whole scene. Like, yeah, he said a few things, but like even when he told even when Franklin had said something about like Louis, like what do you want? And then Jerome was like, you know, well he asked Jerome, and Jerome was like, ask her. Yeah. And then she he told him about what Teddy said, and she tried to look at it like, I don't want nobody up under, you know what I'm saying? Somebody else's thumb. He was like, and he told her, we all working for somebody. We all got to answer to somebody. Mm-hmm. Even Teddy got to answer to somebody. Yep. So at the end of the day, this whole operation of me being the middleman for y'all and y'all selling y'all drugs and then I'm selling mine over here and we all losing money because at the end of the day, she can't run this operation like he runs it. Mm-hmm. Not only can she run it like he run it, when y'all were working under the same roof, y'all were making more money and now y'all trying to be separate. Mm-hmm. That cash flow ain't the same. Right. And with Louis, the crazy thing with Louis is she thinks that Franklin made bad decisions. I can't remember other than him being with man boys, you know, plant or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember Franklin really making like bad decisions. Like, can you remember like a bad no, decision that he's made? Definitely not. So I don't know what she's talking about. I think well, I think just, it's I think it's more so just the outcome of how everything ends up happening. Like, you know what I'm saying? He he has you know what I'm saying great plans. It's just that they aren't used some of them haven't been executed the way they should. I think that's where she was getting to. Yeah, because I think she made a point to say we handled the situation without one gunshot. Exactly. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah, but the only reason it wasn't a gunshot because Scully broke his neck. Like yeah, <laughs> like, like like he could have shot him. Like, like even though there was no gunshot, there still was some bodies. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It was about right. three bodies that day. So don't sit there and that like there was no casualties. Like there was mm-hmm. some casualties to happen there. But that whole scene of like when when he get animated like that, I look I love when Franklin get animated like that. Cause you know what I'm saying? When he when when he started going in on her, and then she had that look, and now Jerome could do with kind of shrug his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And like that's that thing, like you were saying. I think Jerome is sick of it. Like I think he's just like, look, this little beef that you got with my nephew. Like I understand you want to run things, but obviously this is not the time for us to split. And Franklin said this. Franklin at the at the end of season four, he said this is the worst time for us to split up right now. And yep. everybody wanted to do their own thing. And but this is also another thing that Louis is not understanding. The only reason you're able to even live the type of life that you're living right now is because of the businesses that I'm setting you up with. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you can't use money without some kind of W two. Know I'm yep. saying without getting flagged by the government. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that's supplying you with paychecks to you so you can live the life that you're living. Right. And pay for the thing that you're paying for because mm-hmm. they're not coming up with these with the ideas. Like it was him that gave the proposal for them to own this building downtown. And with mm-hmm. them owning that building downtown, what that means is if you only got a budget of three thousand a month, if I get you this business, now you could probably spend ten thousand a month and not get flagged by the government. So mm-hmm. like like people don't understand, like when it comes to the drug game, it's all about how much money you can wash and how fast you can wash it. 
because yep. that means that's how much more money you can spend. She wouldn't be able to be living like this if it wasn't for Franklin ideas. So, right. I, I, but don't get me wrong. Now, Louis does, like you said, she's very intelligent. Louis has value. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think Louis is not paying attention. Even though Jerome did the nice thing of taking them out on the horse and all that type shit. Yeah. I think that what she's not understanding is she's not asking what B asked Franklin. Jerome, how do you feel? I don't well, think I mean, she's asking the, him. Remember that. in the truck, she kind of she kind of alluded to like the the fact that I think she kind of knows like that he don't want to be in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause she said it like, you know, even though you you was reluctant to, you know, what I'm saying, get in the game. Now it's just like, you know, what I'm saying, you embracing it. So I think that she understands like his love for her outweighs everything else. And you know, what I'm saying, I don't think she'll ever put him in a position. To where you know what I'm saying it'll be something detrimental to him. I think it's just more so she feels like she can put them in a position to win, and she knows that he's going to do whatever it takes to make sure that you know what I'm saying he with her on that, no matter what. But, so. but at the same time, and when I said that Franklin took her took her king, when when he said, "Yo, I'm willing to do whatever it takes." Oh yeah, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was... I mean, look, at the end of the day, it's a threat, yo. Mm-hmm. But I think that Jerome is like, yo, we need to follow suit, yo. Like, mm-hmm. because we, we tried it your way. Yep. He gave us he gave us some time. He gave you what you wanted, and it didn't work. That's just mm-hmm. like... That's just like you... <laughs> that's just like true story. He gave him a restaurant and the shit failed. Exactly. You know what I mean, exactly. like, yeah, he, he gave you the product. He gave you an opportunity and it's, it's not working. Yeah, so yep, yep. at the end of the day, that's all it is. And I think that what he meant, I don't think he meant that he would kill Louis. I don't think it was that type of threat. I th- I'm talking about the type of threat of I can get you out of business. Like I can well, just stop fucking with you. I think it I think it was because I mean like if you think about it, like I don't think Franklin really cared what happened to Alton. I think that because I, of the I, pressure of because because of the pressure of Louis constantly bringing it up and Jerome and them constantly bringing it up, I think that's the really the only reason he even asked uh Teddy about that to begin with. I feel like if they would have never said nothing, I don't think he even would have asked Teddy about that. You remember at the end of the season when when they was getting on the plane, I think mm-hmm. that even though he he showed way more emotion towards his mom, but he did show some emotion towards Alton. I I think that and and Teddy even brought this up. He was like, for your dad to you know to not be in your life and then to come in your life and you start feeling him again, but then he betrays you the way that he mm-hmm. did. I, I think that Franklin was 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 heartbroken. But I think that being in the business that he is and him being older, being 24 now, I think he don't want to admit it. But I do think it affects him to the – but like you said, I think he's getting annoyed with it. Yeah. I think that he tries to keep his mind off of it. Exactly. But I do think he wanted to know if Teddy had something to do with it because if the CIA, if the CIA did it, I think Frank was like, all right, whatever. They did what needed to be done. But mm-hmm. I think he's like, but if you did it after we had this conversation, it's a after we like, after yeah. we watched them get on that plane, I think it would be different. But now, see, I think that I think he knows that, or he he thinks Teddy did it. Well, what's going to be interesting is when they when they do and look, if they don't go back to this, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, they're going to have to go back to Havana. Got to show us what happens. We got to um, because we still got to see what's going on with his mom. Yeah. Because yeah. the last time he talked to her, the connection was bad. He didn't even really get to talk to her. So, mm-hmm. so they're they're gonna go back to Havana. I see how how they're doing it now, and um and then even with the with the uh with the trailers before the scene, well before the episode even starts, you know mm-hmm. they went all the way back to Scully girl getting shot, and when the when the kid got shot. So, I think that they're gonna go back to Havana and kind of give us a, a a clear picture of what happened there, but. But yeah, man, I'm going for me, man. Honestly, I think that's like the second best scene to happen 
because I just like when he gets animated when he actually like put his foot down. Yeah. It's just like because if if you're trying to be a boss, and you also gotta consider like this dude is playing a 24-year-old, yo. Like, you know, to have the intelligence that he have, and like and see, that's what that was what we're seeing depicted in Snowfall, that is the thing that piques my interest in the why I do the things that I do on the 28 minutes or less. Like yeah. to sit there and watch someone who have the capability of running a Fortune 500 country, I mean, a uh, company, but yeah. they're not given the opportunity to do it. And then they come a product of their environment and they find a way to hustle their way up. Did they yep. do it in the way that society wanted you to do it? No, but what they did was they took, a, they took an opportunity and they ran with it. And to see the, the the mind state that he has, like we talked about this, like this dude has this pilot license, yo. Mm-hmm. Like a twenty four year old black kid owning real estate clubs and and a pilot plane. license planes, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's just like because I think, and that's that's another thing with Teddy. Like Teddy knows he's different mm-hmm. because if he would just be a regular drug dealer, you know, I been he, in there. Yeah, all he really cares about, you know. He's riding around in the Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Louis them the one that's driving around in the BMW. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Franklin, we don't see Franklin. Man, Jerome out here in Versace and Gucci. Exactly. Franklin's out here wearing, you know what I'm saying, a polo shirt. Mm-hmm. So, Franklin is dressing the part. He's looking the part. And I think the way that, Te- I think Teddy knows that he's different because those type of things don't incite him. Mm-hmm. Like the things that incite him is buying a new building downtown, flying and buying a plane, getting a compound built. Teddy knows that he is different. And I think that maybe the sternness is to get him back on track to be like, yo, you need to get back to the old Franklin because this whole thing of cutting prices for Louis and Jerome so they can do their own thing, you getting in the business with Grady, a person that's very sloppy and not doing what they're supposed to be doing. I think he's trying to get him back on track. And I think that by the end of the season, I think that they could get that relationship kind of at least back to where it was only if he knows for sure he didn't have something to do with him killing Alton or whatever happened to Alton because he did bring up a good point. Alton could be in jail in Havana. We like, we don't know. Yeah, that is a good point. That is a very good point. So um episode four, man. Where do you where do you think they're gonna uh take us? Uh I don't know if they're gonna jump into Havana this early. I think we're gonna get Havana a little later. Mm-hmm. I think that um now we did see what's her name? Fuck. The uh, old girl. Wanda, 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 yeah. Maybe we might see, uh, you know, because she asked Franklin for a job, mm-hmm. so maybe maybe we might see the uh, the job that he came up with for her. Um, we got the Scully story. I think that what we're gonna see now, I don't know. Maybe, dude, I really have no idea. Like, I'm gonna be so, I'm gonna be so surprised. Mm-hmm. Because I usually don't watch it on Wednesday. I usually watch it on Thursdays. I'm probably going to be so surprised on Thursday because I really don't know what's to come because the storylines are so all over the place with Scully and Jerome piecing it up. You know, Diamond, uh, Black Diamond and Dallas and, and the whole relationship that they got. Because even Jerome was like, yo, like they, you know, they work for the highest bidder. They, and he was like, you know, look, Franklin it must be paying them a whole lot of money. Like, I don't know, man. It, it's really it's really all over the place. But what about you? Because I'm really I'm in the um, wind, man. I think that we're gonna I think one of these uh this episode is probably going to um go back a little bit with him and V because we didn't get a we didn't get a lot of time with him and V this episode. We also didn't like you said you pointed out, which was a great point, we didn't get a chance to see a lot of Leon either. So, um, 
I think that that's where it's kind of going to be headed. And also, you know what I'm saying? We, we still haven't seen what's really up with Oso and we still haven't really seen what's up with Teddy outside of, you know, um, what we've seen this episode. So, I mean, it, I, I think those four options are probably going to be um, where that next episode heads down. Also, also, before we get out of here, what you think is going on with Peaches, yo? I think Peaches got HIV. Dude, oh, my God. Well, we right here, boy. I was just about to say that shit. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want with to be the them introducing to the, With them introducing the limb bias thing, also, them, you know what I'm saying, like, using, like, real accounts and stuff, because, of course, it's based on the true story and it's supposed to be about the crack epidemic. Like, people forget, like, HIV, HIV was running rampant around this time. I just thought it was funny when he tried to shake his hand. He was like, nah, nigga. <laughs> I'm not shaking your hand, man. What you yeah. talking about? Yeah, something, something's definitely going on with Peaches. I was going to say AIDS, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's... HIV AIDS. That basically that's what I was trying to say. But no, nah, I, I mean it's it's very interesting because all of a sudden he just like catching colds and getting sick. Yeah, and they making a point to show us like when they were sitting, emphasize, like, yeah, like they emphasize. yeah he was like man these summer colds man yeah you know? they emphasizing it man so yeah I think that's a uh, yeah that's gonna be interesting to see. I think yeah. that um. You know what I'm saying? He gonna get like they're gonna take him, get checked out or something like that, and we're gonna find out, you know what I'm saying? That man uh got the got the package. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. This dude crazy. Man, so man. um let's do this coming yeah. soon, man. Yes, sir. Coming soon. Coming soon. All right, man. So this next episode, man, we're doing an appreciation. Uh, we're giving uh, flowers to um, one of the greatest minds in Hollywood cinema. Um, also, the father of uh, one of the most iconic soap opera actors of all time. Um, but yeah, man, we're talking about Melvin Van Peebles, man. This man um did a lot of work with black exploitation films, which helped save Hollywood. Um, he's done a lot of independent film, and um, you know what I'm saying? Him and his son, man, they did a lot of great work over the years. And uh, you know, this this is our time to um, you know what I'm saying, raise our glasses and salute to, you know what I'm saying, one of the greatest to ever do it. Yeah, man, this like this episode, man, is definitely gonna be more more up your alley. Like I've heard of Melvin Van Peebles, I haven't seen mm-hmm. a lot of his movies. I've seen more of his son's movies. I'm more mm-hmm. of a product of uh of Mario, uh, Mario, Mario Van Peebles. So, uh, but yeah, man, but this is also one of those people that we have to uh have to highlight because that's what we like to do. Like when people talk about directors, you don't hear a lot of people. Sam Melvin Van Peoples, you know, yeah. and the impact that he did have. I do know the impact that he did have and how much he did save Hollywood. This is a person that needs to be highlighted. And this For is that sure. platform. That, and this is that platform that's going to do it. For sure, man. So, um, man, if you enjoyed this episode, let us know, man. Hit us up. Tell us uh, what you think about the last episode of Snowfall. Or if you just got any kind of input on the last few episodes we've done. Or any of the episodes we've done, also hit us up, man. And I'm talking about that social media, Instagram and Twitter at View and Pod, Facebook VA Pod Watch Group. Hit us up on there. Feel free, follow us, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, as far as I go, you can catch me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. You can check me out on TikTok at Scoots Bronson TV. Yes, sir. Y'all can find me at S. Foster Eight on Instagram and Twitter at Twenty Eight Minutes or Less Pod. On IG, uh, you can find the uh, 28 Minutes or Less on all major platforms. Just dropped episode 76 the other day, uh, Euphoria Season 2. Uh, so go check that out. If y'all are a fan of the HBO show um, Euphoria, I mentioned it last episode. Where I was like, that season finale was crazy. 
So yeah. I kind of went over that. You know, I went that I went through uh some of the main characters <clears throat> of the show. So go uh support that podcast. Let me know how y'all feel about it. But uh that's all I got, man. Cool, man. And uh we will see you guys in the next episode. Until then, man, enjoy your life. Um, you know what I'm saying? If you out there with that sunshine, soak it up. And if not, stay warm. Like they say in Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>